0: Hi, I'm Anna Rakwalski, one of the co-editors-in-chief of The Southerner, and you're listening to A Southerner Podcast. On October 28th, Midtown is offering a free SAT administration to students in the senior class of 2022. Senior Maddie Hoffman is planning on participating in the administration to improve her current SAT
1: score. So I have kind of started late with all the college um, preparation stuff. And so therefore my SAT score is not up to par with where I'd like it to be. And so this is like one of my last opportunities to really bump it up. I have had a few that I planned to take, but they did get canceled back like in January and around that time. And like a little bit of like late last year. So about 2020, like October-ish. So um, yeah, I've had a few that I, were planning, I was planning to take, but they would get canceled.
0: Senior Madeline Moy has been similarly frustrated with test cancellations.
1: So I took it at the normal time, which would be spring of junior year in April. And I thought I would be on track to have it done that summer. So I signed up for a June test and the day of the test, my ACT got canceled literally that morning. So all of the studying I had done for two weeks leading up for it went out the window.
0: After being unable to take the test over the summer due to surgery, Moy scheduled another test for the fall.
1: I signed up for the one in September, but I didn't have enough time to study because now I have five APs and I'm applying to college, and it did not go well.
0: Senior Avery Harlicka, who has taken the SAT five times, found a way to bypass test cancellations.
2: My first SAT got canceled because it was at a public school, And then someone told me to do a private school so they would not get canceled.
0: Harleka was overall pleased with their testing experience and was able to achieve her desired score.
2: Um, It was very organized, which was nice. And the proctors knew what they were doing. And they were very efficient.
0: Senior Lola Locklear did not experience the same level of organization while attempting to take the ACT.
2: So I had to take that ACT in April. And then they canceled it, and they made me reschedule it. So I rescheduled it for like June, and I picked a day, and I was really ready for the test. And then they never fully processed my like whole ACT thing. But I remember paying for it. I remember going through the whole thing, and they never sent me emails. They never really signed me up for it, and I just paid for something for no reason.
0: LaClaire was put on a standby list to take the ACT. Where she was told to go to a testing location and wait to see if any other test takers did not show up to take their tests. If a test would have gone unused, she would be allowed to take it.
2: You would go to the building. They didn't know if they had a test for you or not. They made you get there earlier, even though you all got in at the same exact time, so you really don't know. I was at the very back of the line, too. And there were like five other people waiting on standby, and it was just whether or not people had showed up to your test or not. And luckily, I got to take it.
0: Locklear was able to take her test and get her desired score through the standby process. However, her experience has made her question test optional application policies, which allow students to not submit SAT and ACT scores as a part of their college application you took the ACT
2: and was like, I need to do really good to get into college, and then it's like, you don't need it at all, you paid $60 to take that. It's like you feel like invalidated because you took this test, and then you really didn't have to.
0: Hoffman has a different perspective on test
1: optional policies. I liked it a lot. It gave me a chance at applying schools that I probably would have never really looked at, and I'm glad that they still, some colleges still have it um i still don't know how trustworthy i am at colleges not necessarily wanting the sat score or act score i still think they want it even though they say they don't want it and i just don't really i'm still not very trustworthy towards colleges about it but i think it's a really great choice if we can move towards that in the future it would be wonderful
0: harleka agrees and thinks test optional policies help make college admissions more equitable
2: some people don't have the opportunity to take the SAT a bunch of times or take it at all. So I think it's very nice because I feel that it levels the playing field for a lot of people.
0: Hoffman believes that during COVID-19, these policies make more sense than ever.
1: If people can't take tests because of COVID, then how, like, I mean, if you're going to still require SATs, that numbers, that numbers the numbers of applicants will severely drop. And I think that's not a good thing. We need more people going to college.
0: This has been an episode of the Southerner Podcast. I'm Anna Rakwolski, co-editor-in-chief, and I hope you enjoy this episode.